roommates happening oh, right hi. now? Hi, how are you? <laughs> Welcome to More Than We're Sweat. We're so good at starting the podcast. It always surprises stuff. me. I just never know when it's happening. I just hit record when you're in the middle of a sentence. I love that for me. And Thank then you. And then I say. Pressure's off. Yeah, I don't even look at you. I just, it's, we're recording. Yeah. What's going on? You know, not a. Not a whole lot. Actually, so much. Our <laughs> retreat is next week. We have, like, a, you're doing a lot of the emailing. I'm just reading them. Um, we just packed up these little goodie bags. Which is so fun. Lululemon gave us some sweet swag. Amazing stuff. Um, we got really got some, like, good bars from. Yeah, from my friend Ash. She's yeah. amazing. And she, they're called Bellywell. They're super fun. Um, and we have, we have I mean, I'm sorry, but our goodie bags are just bomb. Chef's, chef's kiss. kiss. <laughs> James. <laughs> we didn't even plan that. Um, no, I'm super excited. I am, you know, I always get sort of pre-travel anxiety and then it's mixed with being responsible for 17 people and hoping that they have a good time. But I, I know that the group is awesome. We have a very good group and yeah. everybody is super excited just to be in Santa Fe. And honestly, so if we all don't get Montezuma's revenge, <laughs> like it's a win. <laughs> if yeah, you know, you know. Yeah, if you know, you know for sure. Um, Watch no, us that's all true. get food poisoning <laughs> in Santa Fe. Oh my Stop. god! I have to knock, knock on, on wood. wood. Why would you win? I that just, on I know, I know. I just, no, it's gonna be a blast. I'm really excited for, for everything. So the next time when we record, gonna we're gonna be, be back from the retreat. Yeah, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be so much fun. What's um, one thing like you want to get out of it? Is there anything like? So for me, I'm actually, I'm anxious. I always get anxious about leaving Charlie. Yeah. But I'm not anxious about the trip at all because, uh, for me, it's like one of my last trips before like the baby with exception to like a little baby moon that we haven't really planned or done. I'm so behind on everything, baby. But, um, so like, I'm really excited to travel with another group like this group. I'm really excited. I'm, I'm. Um, excited to do the movement stuff in a different climate. Like that should be interesting because we have some altitude. We have altitude, and so I've been thinking a lot about my programming for that. And the hike is going to be different. And just I don't know that we have really fun, cute things planned. Like I just hope everything is is the way that we envision it. Envision it to be. Yeah. I hope it maybe it's better. Yeah. I did have lunch with a friend of mine yesterday who um, visits Santa Fe frequently and has stayed at the Hotel El Rey Court. And she was like, it is so cute. It's so adorable. It's a vibe. And you yeah. guys are going to, it's like so retro. And when like, I was like making the website and going through all the photos of it, it looked adorable. And like, it seems very cute. Um, and I'm very excited about the weather. Yeah. It's going to be like mid to high 70s. And then at night, it's going to get down to like the 50s. Yeah. So we get to break out some winter clothes. And it was we live in Miami, people. So fifty is like fucking. Ooh, that cold. is per yeah. Perkus, Perkus. <laughs> um, I was looking at uh, weather, and there was like somebody that's like it. It could say fifties and even drop to the twenties just because it's it's like oh shit, it's that just I'm a weird um, climate. But it'll it'll probably be like fifties. I'm hoping like for like a bonfire and a s'more situation. I don't mm-hmm. know how to make that happen, but. I want to manifest that for us. I think once I think what you're dealing with a lot of the emails and like the back and forth, once we make sure the big stuff is like a hundred percent set and we print that itinerary out and it's like boom, 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 boom. Then all we have to do is just follow that itinerary. Yeah. We all the work is done. Yeah. And, and we honestly, have like a few checklists we have to do, but most of it is all done before we even set foot on a plane. Yeah. So no, it is. It's, I know I'm just more in my head. 
but that's just my it's gonna be great no it listen there's a lot of responsibility people spend a lot of money on this and we are in charge of them but it's gonna be great yeah and this one took a lot more planning because tulum was like everything was a full package yeah this we had to say like what do we want to do this night how what food do we want to feed them this night and I'm really excited about pizza night. Yeah, I'm really excited. Which about Which they pizza switched night. to that, which is like annoying, but whatever, it's fine. It's fine. It all works out in the <coughs> end. So no, it's gonna be a blast. So I'm excited that the next time we talk, we're gonna be back and we'll have a nice little recap of it. Yeah, and I've never been to Santa Fe. So. Neither have I. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be awesome. So what are we Sorry. talking about today? Oh wait, I have a fun question <sighs> okay, to ask you. Icebreaker. Yeah. Go. Which is I think completely unrelated. So let's see how we get to the topic of the day. Okay. Um, who who's your hall pass okay <laughs> zach, zach is next around. look at his face i have three he goes, who yeah all right so it always was david beckham oh okay but he has like, such a high voice <clears throat> the voice gets me yeah he would have to be quiet that's true but the tattoos and are we're talking fire. like a little a little like a few years ago yeah the, it was the tattoos for me yeah tattoos for me and i've seen him in person and all honestly if you have a full sleeve and you have some nice looking arms goodbye seriously game Just, over i don't need to look at the face i'm gonna say i'm gonna say it jason momoa can get it oh he can get it especially when he was in game of thrones yes like yeah. i know i shouldn't say and i'm that. usually not a long-haired girl oh but oh my god yeah whoa that dothraki dothraki however you say <laughs> wait i didn't Shoo-wee. watch game of thrones <coughs> so. there's a bunch of like, okay, here's another one. I just remembered another one. Did you ever watch um, Sons of Anarchy? Yeah. Oh, that Charlie, whatever his name is. Oh, my God. I'm putting him on my list. Yeah. He. Do you remember the Friends episode where yeah. they had the hall passes and, mm-hmm. like, Ross laminated his? Yes. <laughs> okay. Sorry. That was three. Okay. So I just said three. Mainly any rebellious, tattooed, gruffy, looks like they probably haven't showered. Okay. Work on motorcycles. Um, the opposite of what your husband <laughs> looks like. Basically, <laughs> I always tell Zach if he had a full sleeve, like you'd fuck him all the time. Yeah, every day. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Seriously, that's great incentive. Um, He's thought about it just because of that. He's yeah. Like, what? <laughs> He's booking his appointment right now. Um, okay. Okay. So <laughs> mine is also the exact opposite of what my husband looks like. Harry Styles, obviously, because he's fucking amazing. There's just something so attractive about him. He's just so confident. So confident. Something about being so confident in who you are and like your sexuality and just like not giving a shit. Shit. And he he has amazing tattoos too. Very. A great body. And he would go down on you forever. Forever. And and I love that about him. And then sing about how it tastes like watermelon. (laughs) And you would just be like, oh my God. Thanks, Harry. Thank you so Uh, much. (laughs) Okay. My other one is john krasinski from the office like i he, cannot he's like the ford taurus you know like my, my this, dream. you are so funny you and ruth like these like kind of her can, i'm gonna call her out i don't even know if she listens to the pod i'm gonna have to tell her to her hall pass was tim allen <laughs> from home improvement yes first so that guys is one of my best friends dead ass serious was like obsessed with tim allen so Wait, I had a third and I just forgot. Oh, Sorry, no. I just, no, <laughs> no, no, no. But you had a soccer player and I have a soccer player who actually looks like my husband, Sergio Ramos. He is okay. fucking fire. I will post, he like every time my husband gets a haircut, I was like, show them the picture of Sergio Ramos. 
get oh your God. hair cut like him. Okay, but there are some fine soccer players. Very, yes. Whoa, Nelly. Yeah. Again, another sport that like people. Yeah. You need to be watching more soccer. Yeah. For that they alone. run for miles like, daily. Their bodies are just like. How aren't they more popular? Like I'm not. Like that's they also the make so much fucking money. Yeah, yeah. I, basketball players are kind of tall and a little bit goofier than like. I mean, there's some fine basketball players. Football, I can get behind because yes. that gruffiness gets me. Yeah, and then you see they they got those tight pants I know, on. I know, but the thing is, like, fuck, those guys are huge. Yeah, but I'm just <sighs> thinking logistics. Yeah, I really like a very large person. That's another thing. It's like. I am teeny five tiny. two. Yeah, you're like, a, like why a do I need a behemoth pocket? of a human? Like yeah. I'm a lot. Like I've dated guys who are not like big big humans because they are still bigger than me. Yeah. So I'm not. Well, that's honestly like one of the main attractions to my husband. He's six three. I'm like I always felt like a giant. One, I'm like the tallest person in my Italian family, and I'm fucking five six. So like I always felt so tall, even though I'm not tall. And he and my husband always makes me feel teeny tiny. And that's a great feeling yeah. as a woman. Everyone makes me feel pretty small because yeah. I'm short as shit. Yeah. I've but the, when I look up and I have to strain my neck. Yeah. It, it, why is that? I don't it's, know. It's but just so attractive. Um, anyway. Anyway. Everyone. That's the Think about pass. your hall passes. Uh, I've got more for sure. Oh, for sure. I'm sure it'll pop up. I'm trying to point. think of like, there's always like a show and I'll watch it and I'm like. That guy is oh, hot as yeah, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. We'll start I remember keeping the track. guy from um, from Sons of Anarchy. I can't remember his name. Charlie Hunnam or Char- yeah, yes. Hunnam. Oh my yeah, good he's on my list. Too. God Almighty, yeah. those. and I will laminate that list and put it <sighs> on there. Those tattoos, a lot of them were not real, but like oh, and he but he was like so mean and he awful also and has so a nice. great accent. Oh my god, yeah, yeah. and he, like an English accent, yeah. just Whoa. or or Australian. Just so yeah, mm. okay, okay. So that's anyway, it. Um, one of the things. You know, a couple of weeks ago, we talked about how the uh, couple of the girls that we really like that come to our Sunset Sweat was like, hey, we want to talk to you. We want to get like your advice on being late 20s uh-huh. in relationships. I think they're in pretty serious relationships and feeling like everybody around you is getting married or engaged or having a baby mm-hmm. and you are just not there yet and you kind of feel pressure i mean i think we all know as women i don't think i just don't think boys think whatever i don't really give a fuck what boys do i speaking personally you feel pressure i think at every stage of your life yeah to be doing something because the majority or the social construct or whatever the fuck you want to call it tells you that you should you should be married you should have kids by a certain age you should have your career figured out by a certain age i was having this conversation with my cousin maria um over Instagram the other day because she like literally just graduated college. She is going or graduated with social work degree. And she's like, I fucking hate social work. And now I feel so stuck and I don't know what to do. And I was like, girl, I'm 38 years old. I just fucking changed my career. Like this year, like I think it's ridiculous that we go to college when we're 18, some of us 17. And like, you have to figure out, in four years, what you want to do with the rest of your life. Like, yeah. I mean, I think it's, I think for women, it's, I mean, I think for men too, cause like, oh, like, oh, you have to like get this career and like whatever. And support the family. Yeah. And, like, yeah make yeah. all this money. Yes. But I think for women, first of all, it's, there's always this like rushed feeling to like figure out what your career is and start because you're going to be the mom with the babies. Yes. Right. 
And so when that happens, your career is going to be on the back burner and blah, 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 blah. And even if like you were like, I don't know if I want kids, you know, like you still like the trajectory, at least like for our generation who are in like late twenties or like thirties to forties. I think we felt this a lot. I think maybe the younger generation is breaking away slightly from it. If you live in like big cities and stuff. But, um, I mean, for me, I definitely, we, we recorded like the episode about the mom stuff and then that we never released it. Like, yeah. Cause it wasn't very we, good quality. It was the bad quality. So that we'll re-record it. Yeah. But, that um, episode's coming down. We're going to record yeah, it well, again. We have to re-record that. But, um, like knowing whether or not you want children, I think is just like a really big thing and a whole nother piece of it. But if you do want kids, the truth is as women, but you there's a clock. do have a clock. Yeah. I waited quote unquote late to have children and I'm 35. Right. And this is a geriatric pregnancy. Right. Which the fuck? I know. It's n- it's like, <laughs> doctor, like, why don't you watch me on the fucking bike seven days a week also and show like, me what a geriatric I don't, is? It's like shocking to my nervous system to hear that because I don't feel old. Yeah, they really all. need to update the fucking terminology. And I'm like, please stop saying geriatric <laughs> pregnancy to me. Like, I literally like still act like I'm 17 sometimes. Yeah. Like, please stop saying like, I don't. I do not consider myself mature. I do not want to be considered geriatric <laughs> in any form. And I'm just like, Anyway, but it but there are things in your system like that just like don't work the same. It's not really like our call. It's just like biological. But it shit. is also amazing how my sister had her third kid at forty. My sister in law had her sixth kid at forty. Forty all without like having to do IVF no. or anything like that. Listen, there. I just wish they'd pick another word for it. Yeah, it's just another stage. Yeah, right. I think it's just another a higher risk stage. Shouldn't it be called geriatric. Um, I, we need to find another word for that cause that's heinous, but, um, you know, it's like, I think the other thing is, is we as women, which is this like another thing we can be taught so much more about our bodies earlier on to know, hi, yeah, you might have fertility issues. You might want to freeze your eggs a little earlier or hi, you might want to like get off that birth control and track your period and like dumb little things yeah. that we should be taught about our bodies because, there would be a lot. So then when you do turn 40 and you say, maybe I do want a kid now. Right. You're not going, fuck. Right. I have no idea what my system, like, can I do? I, do I have to, like, I, you don't know shit about your body because we're not taught enough about our bodies to know. Am I fertile? What happens to me when I get pregnant? Am I, I going to have miscarriages? No are we yeah. gonna, like, you don't know. Well, I mean, honestly, like, who... Who are we kidding? Our whole fucking 20s were avoiding trying to get pregnant. Right. So and then like all of a sudden you're like, fuck, I want to be pregnant. And then it's a total role reversal. No. And you do a complete 180. It's it, And then you, it, it, God, and then you're like trying to get pregnant. And you don't even realize like how difficult it is to actually get pregnant and all the things that you're doing wrong. Blah, 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 blah. It's like, holy shit. If we were just taught about our bodies, then maybe we wouldn't be feeling so much pressure to have children younger. Yeah. And to say, Okay, like there might be more or higher j- risks, yeah. but or just to follow like any sort of traditional timeline. Because if if you're having a problem with fertility, it could take years to get pregnant. If you're waiting till you're forty, and then you like, who knows if your egg, re- you know, like these things again, like we should be learning more about like what does our egg reserve look like? Do we want to freeze our eggs? Do we want to like at a younger age when we're healthy and maybe have more e- like who yeah. knows? Or maybe you say, no, you're good. You've got plenty of eggs up in there. Don't even worry. Or hey, maybe I want to like tie my tubes or like 
or hey guess what guys vasectomies are reversible yeah that's true too so but i think like before you even get to there i think when you're in that late 20s age i remember for me i was with jaime probably like five or six years at that point we were living together we weren't engaged people around me were getting engaged all of my college friends were getting married. Some were, had already had like a kid or two kids. Yeah. And you just feel like this pressure cooker of, am I behind? Like, I don't even know what I want to do with my life. I was always unhappy being a lawyer, but I never thought that like, I didn't know what the option was. Like that was, I was just going to sort of grin and bear being a lawyer for the rest of my life because I didn't really know what else I wanted to do. But I think you get just kind of caught up in and I feel bad for people now because of social media. Like we yeah. didn't, I didn't have at least that constant comparison to watch like everybody in fucking Italy Getting over the engaged. summer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I'd be like, why don't, why can't I take all these fabulous vacations? Yeah. I just think like, I don't know. For me, I always ask myself, like it always has to come back to like, what do you want? Yeah. Like, I what mean, do you want out of your life? Sorry. I went on a whole baby tangent there. No, it's fine. Fertility tangent. <laughs> um, <coughs> sorry. I'm very hormonal. Um, but no, you brought me back to what I was going to say. It's interesting because I have to really like get super honest with myself when we are asked these questions because I am married. I did want to get married. I pushed Zach pretty hard when we got to like, I think we were together like seven years. Mm hmm. And we were living together. We were sharing finances. We had a dog. And I'm like, we've been together a really long time. And for some reason, I didn't want to call him my boyfriend anymore. Yeah. Something about it. I was like, this is not, when I tell people about us, this isn't enough for me. Like, I want people to understand, like, I, they don't need to know our whole story. But like, I would rather call him my partner. Yeah. Than my boyfriend. Because at that point, it wasn't like a college dating scene. We knew we were going to stay together forever. And so for me, it was like, it wasn't even necessarily about, like, I don't have a big diamond engagement ring. Right. I don't have, I didn't have a big wedding. It. I didn't do like an insane honeymoon. I didn't follow like these Instagram things that we see. And honestly, like, I, when I see people getting married at courthouses and doing really small, intimate weddings, I'm like, I think that that's so much the way to go. Like, or, 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 or go on a trip. Yeah. Elope or yeah. honestly get married in another country. I know. Like do a wedding. That's like a really big event. That means something to you. Yeah. And that's the thing is if you, if it's really sitting strange with you where you're at with your partner then I think that's a sign you might want to take another step. Does that mean marriage? Maybe not. It could maybe be the just complete opposite. It could be like, maybe this is just is not, not for me. Or yes. maybe being engaged is enough for a long time. Right. Again, I was engaged for two years and that was like, I loved being engaged. Yeah. I love saying fiance. Maybe that felt like a little bit more than boyfriend to me. Yeah. Maybe that's a sign you either want to get out or you want to take an, a promise ring or yeah. a, pro a promise to each other. Um, but you don't have to, you don't have to like, I don't know. You don't have to feel like you have to get married. Is what I I'm definitely to say. agree. Don't, I don't but say if don't you, get married. I just think like, that's just really not the end game because fucking marriage is not 
the and, answer to any problem. And I, but I also want to say, I felt like for a while, I didn't want to say that I wanted to get married. Cause I was like trying to be like, I'm not, I don't have to get married. Yeah. But I really did want to get married. Yeah. I was sort of like so then it was a like, little ambivalent to being married. And then at some point I was like, okay, no, I think this makes sense for us. We want to get married. But I was sort of the opposite. I told Jaime, I was like, you could propose to like, I was like, all right, we bought a house together. I was like, all right, so we should get like, let's, you know, figure this out. We'll get married or whatever. And he's, we picked a date, which was his birthday. And I was like, you just have to propose to me at some point before, before the wedding. Like, I don't mm. like, I don't care if it's the night before two nights, but like whatever. I just one because I, I wanted a fucking diamond ring. So I was like, you have to propose me before the wedding. I had my wedding dress, which was like an off the rack. I went to Saks with my mom and we like picked out a really pretty dress and it's so funny like the guy was like oh is this for the bridal shower I was like no this is for the actual wedding um but I got married with 12 people at my wedding immediate family only it was a simple dinner with my family and Jaime's immediate family like I didn't have my aunt my cousins because for me I knew like in my heart one I don't fucking want to spend money on a wedding I had no desire to spend money on a wedding I didn't had no desire to plan a wedding. Um, one, I just don't want to plan shit. And two, I know Jaime doesn't want to plan shit. So it's like I had visions of us arguing about planning a wedding that neither of us really wanted. And so we were just like, let's do immediate family only. We had the best day. I loved every minute of it. Our family loved every minute of it. And at the end, that was like so personal to us. And I remember like some of my friends were oh my God, you're not going to have this and you're not going to have, like, I didn't, you know, I didn't have bridal showers or anything yeah. like that. One thing I did have was a kick-ass bachelorette and that was like m- my second favorite best day of the year. But I remember like you just get caught up in doing what everybody else is doing yeah. and you forget to ask yourself like, what, what do I actually want? do you want? Yeah. And I, I mean, didn't want a big wedding because I wanted a new fucking kitchen. That's yeah. what I, how I wanted to spend my money. Well, I mean, we, so we got married. It was like a low budge. Um, but my wonderful friend, Krisha, her um, dad who passed away a few years ago, he had this farm that they would use as ven- a venue. And it was like at the time um, it was like kind of like needed a lot of work. It was like a, you kind of had to come in and dress it up. And we did. And we Zach and I paid for most of that wedding. I mean, his parents definitely helped us out with like I think they took on like the food and catering, which was like a huge that was a big one. And then my dad I think paid for the venue um which Krisha's dad like gave us a great deal on and then everything else Zach and I paid for and we were like you were like we don't want to spend a lot of money on this we want to buy a house or we ended up buying this well the house, thing is you actually want to like plan for like the part after the wedding yeah which is what, the marriage part what we did <laughs> was we really what was the most important thing to us was just having a big party and the thing was is we were like if we're going to invite family, then it's going to be a big wedding because my dad is one of 11. Right. I have like 46 cousins. So right there, it's like. Well, that was my problem. Was, we had 200 people invited. Yeah. I think we had 140. Yeah. No, for me, it was like, we have to invite no one because. Or everybody. Or we have to invite yeah. everyone. And it and was all family. Like literally, our wedding was literally just like family, more family than friends. A lot of friends. But it was, since it was in North Carolina. We were living in New York at the time and, or I'm sorry, we had just moved to Miami. So we had people coming from Miami, from New York, from all over North Carolina. We had people flying from all over. So 
a lot of people couldn't come, but a lot of people still did come. I mean, I will tell you right now, my wedding got trashy at the end. People were making their own cocktails. <laughs> Nobody was sober. There was a lot going on, but on brand, it was a great, it was a really fun wedding. It was super chill. It was not fancy. Um, but yeah, it was, that's what I wanted right at the time. And, uh, and I really did want to get married. It was really important to me at the time. So yeah, that's I, what we did. And, yeah. I think that's, listen, it could look like however it could look a big wedding if that's really what you want. I just think like the question is always should be what it like, if it's just you thinking not about anything external, mm-hmm. not having your parents in your ear, not having like any expectation from other people or opinions from other people, like what it is it that you actually want? Close your eyes, say it out loud, write it down. And that's it. And that should and always think, be the guidepost. I think the moral of the story too, of this whole discussion is there is so much pressure on, especially women to like be on a timeline, especially if you're in a relationship and be on a timeline if you want children yeah, and be on a timeline if you're going to be a career woman or whatever. But the truth is, is even if you follow all these timelines that you think you're supposed to fit in, you're never going to be happy if it's not what you, you solely want. want. Totally. And the, the other truth is, is that at the end of the day, the people who are around you and love you and support you will support you if you want to break away from that relationship that you thought maybe was the one and you've been investing seven years in and suddenly you're like, I'm not, I don't want to oh, be yeah. in this Let anymore. me just tell you that seven years is far less than a fucking lifetime. And so if you think like you're like, you have to do yeah. something or you have to make the step next step because you've been together for X amount of time. That's just a bad reason to do and anything. Let me tell you another thing too. <laughs> when you are married and then choose to bring children into it. Yeah. You are complicating. And if you're, if you're, if you have finances tied together, if, I mean, if you have your last shit, come on, you yeah. know how hard it is to change your last name. Yeah. It is a really intense. I actually thing. regret doing it. It is so <laughs> much work. My name is hyphenated. And let me just tell you right now. It's a long ass name. Yeah. And it doesn't fit anywhere. Yeah. Well, I have to now introduce myself. Hey, Maria Alvarez. I don't speak Spanish. Yeah. Like, your bitch, don't even talk to there's me in a, Spanish. There's 15 <laughs> Maria Alvarez's in our system it's at SoulCycle. Every time I'm trying to no, look No, I'm up. not even Maria Alvarez in SoulCycle. Oh, no, you're not. I go You're're, by my maiden name. That's why I couldn't find you. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. I'm like, I'm, there's like 20 of I them. know. One time they like charged water to me and I was like, that was not me. So then I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to do my maiden name because there's no, no shelter no, no, yeah, yeah. ever in the world. No. So, but no, that's a bit, but you know, again, like I think it's okay to be the, I know it's really scary and I would have feel the way too. I, if I'm being honest of being like, okay, maybe I'm like 29 or 30 and I'm about to be single again when I was just in this relationship where like we could have follow ABCDEFG, but guess what? I know a lot of people who've done it who end up meeting their real person after right. or, are single and that's so much better for them right. or got out of it before they were in a relationship where they had children that they didn't want or a marriage they didn't want or a job even yeah. that they didn't want to stay in, i.e. like you. Like, yeah, you, yeah, you just leave have this. to be kind of like flexible and really trust your gut. I don't think like we're trained to trust our gut or and, our intuition. And it's okay to be like a little bit like, I don't know what's next. It's totally okay to be, I don't know what's next. And I it's so uncomfortable to be in that space of transition and to be super uncertain about it. But I think like, because again, no matter what you do, you're always going to have question marks. Yes. So like, 
Because nothing's guaranteed. Even when I was choosing to have children, I'm like, am I rushing this? Is right. this the right time? Because when I had Charlie, I was, I was 32. I was just turning 33, like the, like 32 to 33 when I had him. And so to me, again, I just said to you, like, I don't feel old. Yeah. So I'm like, I still have all this life. Like, am I rushing things or whatnot? When realistically there's, there's never a right time for anything. No. So, and there's never a wrong time for anything. So it's just when you choose to do something. So it's like, okay, if, if you know, and everything, everything changes in a second. So you might feel like, oh, if I break away from this job, I'm never going to find anything. No, tomorrow's another day. Totally. And, and I will say that this path, too. Yeah. Like you making space for stuff for me, like I don't, this is such a stupid comparison, but like. I started like just taking some classes off my schedule, like classes that actually paid pretty well because I was like, I don't really like teaching those classes. Nobody fucking shows up to those classes. I make money. Fine. Great. But I'm not doing what I actually like to do. Mm -hmm. The goal is like I take classes off my schedule in the hope and not even the hope. Like I know other classes, other opportunities will will now appear once I make the space for it. I think like you really do have to like, ask yourself is this what I want does this make me happy and start taking actions and start making decisions that are in alignment with that answer yeah and then honestly the world will fucking open up to you and when you remove something or or uh or don't take a step in a way in in forward in something that maybe you were questioning or like didn't know about you are opening the opportunity to try new things. Yeah. So I'm, I'm using the example of a job. Um, so I'll switch it. Like say you end a relationship with somebody that you're, it's a really tough one for you to end. Um, and you're worried about being single and meeting someone else. Suddenly you're going to start opening the door of just doing other things, whether or not I'm not saying going on dates or like whatever, but maybe you're going to start like taking that yoga class that like you never did because now you have more time right. or you are experimenting with other like things that like meeting other friends. And then suddenly you're making girlfriends that you or, or guy friends or whoever that you never really had space for. Cause you had this partner that was taking up so much of your time or whatnot, whatnot. I'm just like yeah. making up different scenarios, but there is a freedom when you open up the door of saying like, I don't want to be stuck in this one type of scenario. Yeah. And it's so much easier said than done. And I want to reiterate that. And it's okay to be scared and to be in question it. But I think ultimately, like what you said at the end of the day, what makes Maria the happiest? Yes. yes. And really don't worry about the outcome. Right. Because the outcome will, I mean, that's just out of everybody's fucking control. Right. I think it just has to start with like, what do you want? That's it. So simple. So maybe that if you're in a crossroad or you're feeling pressure to do something or not to do something yeah maybe it's like getting out a piece of paper and just writing down like that right there just asking yourself that question yeah and you may not get like any answers or you might get really uncomfortable answers or you might just get some question more questions that you're still figuring out those answers to um but you know it's a great start I I think it's I, I do think that everybody asks these questions yeah i mean honestly i'm 38 still asking these questions 
Yeah. And I'm sure I still will be. And I can't even say that when I'm you know 40. What? I hope we will be because right. we should always be growing. Growing. See, I am full of great advice. Oh, my God. That's the best <laughs> advice ever. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Uh, no. Hopefully that helped. I mean, if anything, you're more confused than ever, but that's okay. I'm confused. I'm about to go right down on a piece of paper. <laughs> what so do you want out like, of your God, life? Don't. <laughs> don't. No, we're just going to take it back to the hall pass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> okay. I want everyone to write in what your hall pass is. Yes. The end. Send us a DM. All right. We love you guys. Love you. Ciao. Bye.